Here's the million dollar question. How do men like us reach our full potential and grow into the men we dream of being while taking care of our responsibilities, working, being good husbands, fathers, and still take care of ourselves? That's the question. This podcast will help you with those answers. My name is Brent and welcome to the Fallible Man Podcast. What's up, guys? I am so excited. Today, I have my friend Oliver Marcel and his amazing wife, Denise, from Relationship Trade Secrets on the show. And on today's episode, we're going to dig deep into starting your new year with a focus on renewing your marriage. It doesn't matter if you've been married for a minute, 30 years, or if you're thinking about marriage, this episode is for you. Just because of that, my wife, Sarah, is joining me on camera today because, guys, between Denise and Oliver and us, We've got like 40 some odd years of marriage and guys, they're going to bless you so much in this podcast. I'm so incredibly excited about this. Oliver, Denise, welcome to the show. Hi guys. Thank you, Thank you man, so much. That, that We're awesome. honored to be here. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's our pleasure to hang out uh, with you guys, yeah. man. It's good stuff. Good stuff. Thank you. Now, Oliver, I've gotten to work with you before. Uh, you came on the live stream and just shared incredible information on our live and I'm really appreciative of that. Denise, this is the first time I've gotten to work with you. I'm very excited today. I haven't actually got to talk to you yet. I know. I'm excited about this, too. I keep hearing about Brent and the fallible man. (laughs) Listen, when are we going to get to meet officially? (laughs) So I'm glad to be here. Glad to be here. Now, you guys have been married for over 21 years, right? Yeah. Just over 21 Just over 21. Yep. 21 years. Known each other. September. Known each other for about 26 or so. Mm -hmm. Oh, my goodness. And... Unbeknownst before I was getting ready for the show, I didn't know you guys actually had a blog for a long time before you started doing the podcast as well. Yep. That was honestly how we started. Yeah, that's how we started. And and to be quite honest, that was the only thing we had in mind. Yeah. So so back when we started the blog, we were just, you know, people would tell us, hey, you know, we love your we love your relationship, man. And and we're like, what are you talking about? Like we're struggling just like everybody else. And so. Long story short, we're like, well, you know what? Let's start a blog. Mm-hmm. And at the time we started it, I I had no vision right. of where we are right now. It was literally, we're just going to tell our story via blog. If somebody happens to read it, fine. And if they don't, we'll go on with our lives. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and that's literally how it started. Yeah. I'll apologize to our audience. This is the first time Sarah and I have set up in this configuration. So we're, we're learning this on the go. We're not used to being like, you know, this close while we're filming. This is a kind of new experience. Not crammed on the dining room bench anymore. (laughs) That's true. That's an upgrade. Our our very first podcast together, we were jamming this. It's this adorable little like two seater wooden bench for like kitchen tables and stuff. It fits our girls much better than us. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. It's good for the kids. It's not so good for like, we're we're like hugging the entire time. (laughs) Right. Uh, we, We got really really warm under the lights trying to keep smiling as, as we're like burning up. It was in the middle of the warm part of the year. It's like, oh, this is bad. That's funny. Yeah, It's pretty cool to see the progression though. Cause yeah. we say the same thing. Like, thing. man, yep. look how, look where we started and look mm-hmm. at where we are now and all the things that we're able to do now that we didn't even think to do yeah. when we first started. So it's really cool to see the progression and have That's something cool. to talk about and laugh about. Mm-hmm. Oliver and I have, have talked uh, at length, you know, this, I'm in the same boat, you know, you guys started with a blog and that, that was going to be it. Yeah. I, I started writing a book and, and 15 months later, I'm, it's just crazy where this has gone and what all we're doing. And uh, it was not on the agenda, but lo and behold, here we are. 
Yeah. Yep. So cool. Yeah. And, and and listen, that that just goes to show that there was a greater plan. Yeah. Right. And it now here it's it's coming into you know into play. So mm-hmm. I'm just now we're at the point where we're just like okay, you know you know we're people of faith. So okay, God, whatever you know what you, you got, got next. next? Right? You right. know we just <laughs> we just see what happens. <laughs> right, that's all you can do. It's Literally, just mm-hmm. kind of strap in. I uh, yeah. I, I was not planning this and it was like, okay, God, I, I don't know what you're doing with this. I certainly don't know that I'm the right person for it, but mm-hmm. this seems to be what I should do. So, yeah. okay. <laughs> yep. Well, I got to ask, you know, I, uh, you, you've heard the podcast before. I, I don't do real introductions. So tell us who is Oliver and Dar- Denise Marcel and what are they about? Sure. I'll let you do that. Okay. So, <laughs> We are Oliver and Denise Marcel of Denali LLC, Denise and Ali Denali. And um, we are just passionate about relationships. We're passionate about seeing them thrive and grow. And we love to help couples build the relationship of their dreams, however that looks for them, help them to communicate better without frustration and judgment. And that is just our passion. We've seen, you know, we've been through a lot and we've seen what works for us and what doesn't work for us. And we know that a lot of couples struggle with those same things. And so we just are passionate about helping them out with that. Yeah, that's basic. That's basically what it is in a nutshell. We are big on communication. Yeah. Anybody who knows us has heard us say these three words. If you heard it once, you heard it a million times. Have a conversation. conversation. So like. Like like Nisi said, communicating without frustration and judgment. We're also big on increasing intimacy. Mm-hmm. It, oddly enough, in in COVID times, now mind you, in 2020 was our 20th year of marriage. Yeah. But COVID shook everybody up. Mm-hmm. And we realized that there were some things as it relates to our intentionality around building and maintaining intimacy. And so that has become a big focus for us as well as it relates to what we are doing as we work with our couples to help increase intimacy and build and and get them to where they want to be. And so that's us in a nutshell, man. Passionate about seeing relationships thrive. And as such, we are everything we do, whether it be sitting here with with you lovely folk or uh, coaching a couple or creating some type of content for social media, it's all for the purpose of enriching uh, marriages. Yeah. That, that's very obvious looking. I, uh, I love, since I follow you guys now on like Instagram, the other social media platforms, I, I, I look forward to your posts throughout the day. So, <laughs> you, you guys, the social game is so much stronger than mine, but just the good mm-hmm. content is Man, thank incredible. You. Thanks. He's, he's the backbone behind <laughs> all of that. He's the visionary. I'm telling you, it's, it's listen, <laughs> I appreciate you saying that because on this side of the fence, <laughs> I'm, I'm always like, man, how do you keep up with this thing? Like, how do you? <laughs> yeah, it's a challenge. And it's funny you would say that because I tell her that about you. Right. I'm like, man, Brent is on point, man. Does. Like, <laughs> does. this stuff is always hot. <laughs> yeah. Uh, thank you. I uh, social. I just I. It's so foreign. I'm I'm more comfortable on YouTube or on the podcast. Okay. Uh, yeah, growing up a preacher's kid, being a former minister, I'm very comfortable talking to people. Mm-hmm. It, it's taken some time getting used to talking to a camera. Yeah, it's it's very. 
I don't care who you are. That's just weird. Like staring at a camera lens, right. trying to talk to it like it's person is just really weird. <clears throat> it is um, very weird. We have the screen here and the camera here. And I have to remember, look at the camera when you're talking. Don't look at the screen so you can see the people. <laughs> so if you see me and it doesn't look like I'm looking, if it looks like I'm off, that's because I'm looking at you guys on the screen and not looking yeah. into the camera. Yeah, but that's why so I, I get that. That's why I asked you that question earlier, because we're trying to get our <laughs> monitor configuration right. <laughs> I'm still trying to figure out where to look. <laughs> it's there, but yeah. if I look there, then... You're right, exactly. <laughs> well, the way and my, then I kept hitting the table. We were talking about the difference in our setups. My So if I do go two screens, one goes up and one's under. Okay. Because I don't have the arms to go wide on it because right. I have another arm over here that's got some lights and stuff on it. Yeah. Um, so, like, the camera's right in the middle. And we're looking slightly up at you in the camera, and I'm looking down at the questions I have written right. down. Right. <laughs> so, for all of you folks listening, you got the better end of the show. Uh, you guys on YouTube, I'm sorry, we're kind of all over the place. This is a learning experience for us. <laughs> I'm trying not to make facial expressions at the camera. We're, we're having fun. That's what this is all about. We're having we're fun. Having fun. <laughs> it's all fun. Good stuff. Now, the crucial, crucial question of every show is, what is your favorite kinds of ice cream? Favorite kinds of ice cream? Ooh, mine is, I don't eat it so much anymore because if I do, I'll probably eat the whole tub. But mine is uh, Baskin Robbins Pralines and Cream. Ooh, that's, that's a good one. That's, that's, that's a, a really good one. I um I'd have to say um butter pecan. Yeah, you're a butter pecan guy. I I okay. I so what's the difference between butter pecan and pralines and cream? Because to me, they kind of sound it's kind of the same. The you're same. right. I feel like butter pecan. I feel like pralines and cream. The the pralines, obviously, they're called pralines because they're sugar coated. I think, or I think whatever. It's sweeter, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. And the butter pecan is just it's just pecans. buttery. Yeah, yeah. And the ice cream is a little bit more buttery to me. Yeah, so I, I grew think up the with difference that. is the pralines are sugar coated in the uh, pralines and cream. Yeah. Sorry to interrupt, Oliver. No, no, no. That's fine. I, I was just saying I grew up with that. My that that was my dad's favorite ice cream, and so. There was always some briars. Like we didn't do a whole lot of sweets, and there's a lot of stuff mm -hmm. I didn't grow up eating. But there was some briars, butter pecan in the freezer, okay. and so I've nice taken that on. <laughs> well, I screwed up the audio once already today. We'll see how this keeps going. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see if we have a podcast. So do cool. You want to take the next question? Sure. As soon as I find it. There it is. Okay. Why would you say the marriage relationship is so crucial to you? Mm. That's a great question. That is a good question. So, so, so I'll, I'll start it out and then you can jump, you can jump in. So there's a couple ways we can go with that answer. And I'm going to go because again, we, we mentioned this earlier with people of faith. So I'm going to go that route first. I believe that the, the marital relationship is, it very much mirrors our relationship with God. So for those of you who, who are listening or watching and, <laughs> and God is not your thing, just, just hear me out for a second. Um, because that's cool. I respect that. Um, there, there's a certain dynamic 
for for individuals who are people of faith as it relates to how they relate to God. And I believe that that marital relationship mirrors that. Let me give you some examples. So um, we're supposed to be developing a personal relationship with God. I'm supposed to be developing a personal relationship with my wife. There's some communication that happens in the development of that relationship. And there's some uh, relinquishing of my will, if you want to say it that, right? And and I can't be as selfish in that relationship. And so there's there's a partnership that happens. And so I believe that the relationship is important. Well, first of all, I should have said this in the beginning. Even if you if you want to be married, mm-hmm. right, because there's some people who don't want to be married. But, but for those of us who are married, I believe that it's important because it shapes us as human beings. It gives us the opportunity to learn how to serve somebody else. To learn how to live in a space where duality is at the forefront. And to learn how to. uh meet somebody else's needs in a way that is beneficial to them. It causes us to be less selfish. It causes us to be more compassionate. It causes us to to be more cognizant of uh, somebody else's well-being. Mm, that's good. I <clears throat> I also think, too, to add to I well, you kind of took my answer, <laughs> but to add to that, I think that... I think that God gives us desires, right? And so I believe that God either gives us the desire to be married because that is the way to perfect our character that would not be able to be perfected in any other way. Mm -hmm. And then there are people, like you said, who don't want to be married. And I believe that God gives gives those people the desire to not be married but then there are other ways in which he has to perfect their character. Mm-hmm. But talking about the marital relationship, I think it's important because it's it's one of the ways, if not a major way, in that our character is perfected or developed. Not that we'll ever become, ever be perfect this side of heaven, but I believe that it's a way to chisel away at those things in us. Mm-hmm that would not be able to be perfected or removed or shaped any other way had we not been married. I agree with that. And let me give you the, let me give you the 15 second context for individuals. Cause I, I'm, I gotta be fair. Cause there are some folk who don't believe they don't do the God thing. Right. So even if you don't do the God thing and you hear what we're saying, the marital relationship is an opportunity for you to become something for someone else. Mm. It's an opportunity for just the, the, the unselfishness, the compassion, all of that still applies, whether you are a person of faith or not. Yeah. It, it allows you the opportunity to step outside of who you are, step outside of that singular mentality and move into a mentality where duality reigns. And if you're really attempting to be what you should be for somebody else, it is going to, like you said, shape and and adjust your character in certain ways to mm. align with that. Yeah. Yeah. We we got a good chuckle for a second. So uh, niece was getting her coffee. It's like, oh look, well placed marketing ads, right? That's hey, right. That's right. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
That's, That's right. right. <laughs> Good we don't all buy our own merchandise. Who else can they buy it, right? That's right. Exactly. <laughs> right. It's good advertising. I wanted to note um, from what both of you two are saying, I totally agree. Mm-hmm. Um, also, I think marriage is um, a great opportunity for growth to learn to think of somebody besides yourself. Absolutely. And um, as uh, the majority of people, after they get married, after a while, they'll have kids. And I think it's a great opportunity for growth of thinking about somebody besides yourself because you have to do that over and over and over with your kids. Yeah. And so I think it's a good opportunity to start learning. Yeah, I I agree with that 100%. Also a good opportunity to exercise patience. Oh, yeah. Get in there when you have kids. (laughs) But no, the whole not thinking about yourself thing is huge, even for people who are married and don't have kids. Mm -hmm. Because let's face it, we're born with that selfish Mm -hmm. tendency. And so when you put two people together who have, you know, never been married before, you know, they've never had to, like you said, the whole singular mentality you can't think that way anymore mm-hmm. when you're married and and a lot of times those are the issues that we come across when we meet couples and talk to couples and coach them a lot of times they're not going to come out and say well I'm selfish you know but what it boils down to is that there's a lot of things about themselves that they don't want to give up and so it does force you to have to think about the other person yeah if you allow if you allow it to the the marital relationship will definitely do two things. It will bring to light the area, the growth areas in your character. Mm -hmm. And it will also, like you said, Sarah, allow you the room for growth in those areas. Right. Because I felt like I was a great person before I got married. (laughs) And had I not got married, I would have still done the same thing I was always doing. However, in marriage, <laughs> several of those things didn't work. <laughs> so I had to go back to the drawing board and be like, okay, hmm, what is it that I should be doing, you know, on my own, you know, and, and how should I be, you know, readjusting, if you will, my character to be able to successfully navigate this with someone else. Mm. So now guys. One of the biggest reasons I wanted to have you guys on, because I think I can actually have this conversation the rest of the night. Um, But I really want to get into, you know, what what I really want to provide for our audience, for all of our listeners on this episode is, you know, it's the new year, right? January. A lot of people make, I'm not big into like New Year's Eve resolutions. Right. Um, I think if you're going to do it, just, just do it. Setting the default day that everybody picks never ends well. Right. Um. But with the new year starting, right, we've been married 20 years now. You guys have been married 21. I'm, I'm looking at it as this is an opportunity for anybody, no matter how long they've been married or if they're thinking about getting married. This is a fresh chance to start 2022 brand new and focus in on your marriage, mm-hmm. on your relationship, and just make it a priority because it will never mm. – often we don't understand how much we need to prioritize our marriage. Yeah. Right. We, we get going and, uh, I've told Oliver, Sarah and I were married for years. It's only in the last six months or a year. We've actually started having date nights again since our kids were born. Yeah. It happens. Uh, Right. Yeah. 
you get busy, you, you have jobs, you have bills, you have mortgages, you have children, and all of a sudden, it just kind of starts falling on the back burner. You don't put the same care, you don't put in the same intentionality mm-hmm. into the marriage that you did when you started out necessarily. And so what I want to share, I want you guys to share with us today so we can get everybody started. So I'm going to ask you to share five or six tips tonight that are core, the core foundational things you need to focus on practicing in any marriage to make it a priority and make it stronger this year. I want 2022 to be a, a new year for everybody's marriages who's listening mm-hmm. to just reinvigorate, reprioritize and make it stronger than it's ever been. So I love, it. I love give, it. give us what is tip numero uno? What's what's the first one? I would say the first one. So we let's start. I hate I don't want to use the word simple, but let's start. On an easier end and then we'll go, we'll okay. get deeper. So the first thing I believe we need to do is we need to take a moment a few moments, several moments, and actually look back. Mm-hmm. What do I mean by that? I don't know of anybody, and you tell me, you might know somebody, I don't. I don't know anybody who hated the person they married. Right. I don't know anybody who was walking down the aisle like, I can't believe this. <laughs> this I don't, is who I got to I don't know anybody like that, right? So go back to the time, the period of time when you were head over heels. Yeah. You on the phone for hours and hours, just breathing, nobody saying nothing. You still there? Yeah, I'm still there. What you doing? I'm not doing nothing. What you doing? I'm not doing nothing. Go back to you that time. First. Right. <laughs> Go back to that time. And then pick out, it doesn't have to be everything. Pick out a few things mm-hmm. that stand out. What were the what were the things you were doing? What were the phrases that were being used? What were the places that you were going? You know, what were the things that were making you happy and giving you that that warm, fuzzy head over heels feeling and begin to reincorporate those things. So, okay, January, it's January now. Um, Man, you know what? We used to always go get ice cream on Saturday nights. Mm -hmm. And that was just such a good time. We laughed and played and joked around. You know what? In in, well, January is cold, so I don't know if that's a good example, (laughs) but you get what I'm saying, right? If whatever that is, start in January with that first thing and then add the next thing in February and, and go through there. Yeah. That would be tip number one. Say. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I would agree. Um, I don't know if you would consider this hard or not, if this should be tip number two <laughs> or not. But I would say tip number two. Um, start. Have a check in with your spouse. Mm-hmm. Okay. Have a check in and be like, you know, babe. 2021 is done. We're in 2022 now. How did I do last year? Did I meet your needs? Did I meet your emotional needs? Was there anything that you should have brought up to me maybe that I was doing that you'd rather I not do or anything that I wasn't doing that you wished I would have done? How can I serve you better in 2022? And then have that conversation. And then the thing about having that conversation is, your spouse may say things to you and you may not necessarily agree that that's how you were acting or that's what you missed. But I don't think that that is the time to be like, what? No, that's not true. I didn't do that. Or yes, I did. I think it's really important to 
hear what your spouse has to say. It's their needs and you can't invalidate their needs by saying, no, that's not true or that didn't happen or I wasn't like that. You have to validate where they are. And instead of saying, you know, negating or invalidating what their needs are or what they feel like they missed, ask a question, Mm -hmm. ask the question, how can I do better? Or what, how did I miss it? What would have made it better? How did I miss the mark? So I think it's important to start in the beginning of the year and ask, how am I doing? How did I do last year? Um, what can I do better? How can I serve you better? And then have check-ins along the way, maybe monthly. How am I doing? I'm trying to meet this need that you talked about that you needed from me. How am I doing? Am I, am I measuring up? Is it fulfilling your need? Is there something I'm missing? Am I going overboard? So I think the the first or maybe second point could be you know, how am I doing? What did I miss last year? Mm-hmm. What needs of yours need to be met? And how can I serve you better? I like that question. How can I serve you better? Mm-hmm. That's man. Yeah. If, you, if you're willing to really listen to that answer. Right. You'll be on to something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. And before I let you guys, guys go farther on that, I want to dig into that a little bit more. Mm. Um, so the first thing is a little bit of nostalgia go back and dig into things that were valuable to you early on, things that were special to you early on. Yeah. 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 That's, and, and we've done that, you know, we, like, what was special 20, 21 years ago when you guys started, man, a, a few things. And, and you'll be, you'll be surprised mm-hmm. for those of you who are listening, you'll be surprised what comes out of that when you go back. Yeah. Cause it might not be, cause like for us, like we weren't, Five star dining and all of that stuff, you know, twenty something years ago. We're still not. Yeah, we're still. Not. <laughs> Let's be clear. Let's just clear that <laughs> up. Let's be clear. We're still not doing that. <laughs> but there's there's things that would happen. Like for example, we were in Michigan when we got married. We were in Southwest Michigan, and we would take trips to Meyer. You remember Meyer? That is exactly what I was thinking of. Right. So, so for those of you that are listening, for people who are in Michigan know what we're talking about. Yeah. Meyer is the equivalent to uh, Walmart, maybe. Uh, they sold everything pretty much in it's Meyer. It's a grocery. It's a grocery store, store but yeah, they, they sold sell everything. everything. It was. It's yeah. hu- It's a humongous grocery store. So think the biggest grocery store you've ever, you can ever think of. But not, not just Fred Meyer or just Meyer. Meyer, just Meyer. Yep, Meyer. Yeah. And and it was open 24 hours. Mm-hmm. So when nothing else was open in that small town, we know that we could go to Meyer, walk around, grab a bag of chips, laugh, you know, people watch because there would be other people in there late at night with us as well. Yeah. And we would take these trips to Meyer, yeah. you know. And so now that translates for us now into it's funny. And, uh, you know, you know, where we're going, right? We will go on date night. And no matter what we do for date night. We end up in Target. We, we could do, go. We literally. could go out. We could go out to a nice dinner <laughs> and have a great time, and we will still end up in Target. Yeah, because it's just one of those things that kind of just points back to where we were. So I never really put the two together. Yeah. That probably is why we do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that. So that's one thing, just to give an example. But yeah, I, so simple stuff. Mm-hmm. Doesn't have. I, to I had to clarify because we have Fred Meyer out here. I've heard oh, of Fred Meyer. Yeah. It's just Meyer, M E I J E R. Okay, we're we're M E Y E R. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So go back to the little things when you started. I, mm-hmm. I 
gotta admit, I might be a little hard pressed to remember when we got married, I was 21 and Sarah was 19 and we were dirt poor and barely surviving. And, uh, there we wasn't a... every way to cook top ramen. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, every man. single way. And you know, what's That's crazy so now, now they have whole restaurants that do it. Exactly. It's true. <laughs> it's true. Right. That, that I'm was pretty sure you... they make their own noodles at least. <laughs> I don't know about that. In some I, them, don't but, know. Yeah. I don't know. It's, it's uh, amazing. Yeah. It's uh, I think we, you know, like every young couple, right. Going through that. I think we came up with every possible way you could cook top ramen in, in this mm-hmm. house. Yeah. Um, and then you said stop and like actually ask. Now this is this is a scary loaded gun. I got I got to admit I I would be a little anxious asking You're Sarah. You're the only one. You know how how can I be better? What did right that, that check in is. Uh, I think you'd have to really be committed to not weaponizing it. You'd have to talk about it beforehand. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah. um, I can see that getting weaponized with some couples really quickly. Yeah, yeah, and 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 I'm glad you said that because we do walk couples through how, how? to what the parameters are that you should put around that conversation because yeah. you're absolutely right. Yeah. That could go way left, yeah. real quick. Yeah, right. More like ground rules, <laughs> right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and so often, what we do with couples is is help them around the parameters, mm-hmm. right? And so there are certain things that are off the table, and one of those things that's off the table is what we call can opener words or phrases. Yeah. So it can't be a you always or you never or every time you it can't be that kind of conversation. Mm-hmm. You got to go into the conversation asking the question that you ask. How can I. This we know that we both want this marital journey to be this experience to be a great experience. What can I do to help? this be a great experience for you. And then the other person now is not answering in, well, you never da 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 da. The other person is actually saying, and I'm I'm really glad you asked me this because I was going to go into this. The the other person is using what we call the ice cream sandwich method. Now there's a clinical term for it, but I I like people people who know me know that I make up I make up my own names for stuff. I just like it. It So Ice cream sandwich method is simply this. You know, ice cream sandwich has the two wafers on the ends and has ice cream in the middle. So the ice cream sandwich method is uh, acknowledgement and celebration. Expressing a need is the ice cream. Acknowledgement and celebration. Right. So how that looks like in a very elementary way is, man, you know, I I love it when you um, when you kiss me goodnight. Cause I just feel, it just makes, I just sleep better and you know, uh, whatever, whatever I say. Right. And then now I, I slip in the knee, man, I, I, it just hasn't been happening in the last couple months. So I'd really appreciate it if we could start, if you could start doing that again, because, and now I'm going back into acknowledgement and celebration because I just feel so close to you. Yeah. You know, it just, it helps me sleep better. I get to smell the you know, the the fragrance in the hair, your hair, because you always put this stuff in your hair when you go, you know, you see what I'm saying? So now it's, I don't do that. I'm not attacking. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I made that up. Like I made all of that up. <laughs> Nor do I kiss him goodnight. I was going to say, we are we getting right. deep and sharing some. Yeah, I made, I, made, hell, huh? I made all of that up for the sake of example. But but that's, that's what keeps the conversation from going left. Yeah. So when we set those parameters with couples, 
And then we'll have the couples actually model a piece of that conversation in front of us so that they leave the session understanding how that moment of evaluation plays out. Mm-hmm. Okay. What do you think, Ben? Well, so it sounds like it's more of a fact-finding question to help you evaluate uh, how you're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, I had another thought and it went away. Mm-hmm. Um, and and here's the and thing. The sam- sorry, the sandwich method mm-hmm. sounds, um, it's like you're cushioning. Yes, that's, exactly what, you, that's exactly what you're doing. Softball. Hard yeah. Softball. Yeah. And on a good note. Yep. Kind of thing, kind of relaying truth in a, a nicer way, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, because here's the thing, right? If I hand you, if I hand you something on a plate, you're more likely to either take it or say, no, I, I'm not ready for that right now, as opposed to me throwing the plate at you. Mm-hmm. That's going to get a whole different reaction out of you. If mm-hmm. I throw the plate at you, you're going to be like, dude, it's on. <laughs> like <laughs> You ain't going to never do that again. <laughs> you know what I mean? But if I hand it to you, you have the opportunity to say, thank you. Or you have the opportunity to say, well, no, this, this, I'm not ready for this now because, and whatever the reason is. Yeah. Right. So it, it, it lessens the, the, the chances of her feeling attacked. Right. When I use that method. Because if you attack somebody, you're going to do one of two things. They're either going to cower and try to protect themselves or they're going to come swinging back at you because they're just ready for you at that point. You know, and so you want to be able to minimize as much of that as possible. Right. And here's the thing. Can I be honest? Yeah. For those of you who are listening, the first one is awkward. Yeah, for sure. Let's be clear about that. <clears throat> for sure. <clears throat> We're not saying this like, oh, you just going to knock it out the park you might not the first one is awkward but it gets easier because you're able to establish a cadence yeah because for every couple it's going to be different so the way we do it might be different than the way you guys do it may be different than the way a listener is doing is doing it but as you establish a cadence it gets better the first few might be awkward mm-hmm. yep I, I can imagine i'm uh i'm not real good with the softball it's uh not my strong suit so <laughs> i even when I try and be nice, I uh, generally screwed that up pretty well. So I, that would take some practice for me too, right? And I got to admit, right, if Sarah leads off with a, you know, honey, I really love blah, blah, blah. My first question is, what do you want? <laughs> right? I, I, I expect there's an ask to come in right after that one, right? I can see that. <laughs> and that's just me. It's not my wife. That's That's not on her. I'm just suspicious. Mm-hmm. Yeah, me too, because he, when he was describing it, it's like, well, and then you have those relationships where they do that, but they're totally being manipulative. Absolutely. And that's just how they get what yeah. they want to get. And so it's like, yeah, it would be it would take some practice to hear what he's actually trying to say rather yeah. than hear what sounds like manipulation to me. Yeah. And I'm glad you said you have that. to be both in the same headspace, the right headspace for it i think mm-hmm. i'm glad you said that too because that's true there is a true. other side to that yeah right um so yeah that's that's beneficial to know um i would i would i would admonish admonish couples who are going to try this for the very first time 
to not go straight to the deep, you know, deep down stuff. So pick an easy one the first time. Right. Keep keep it pretty surface level and 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 practice with the surface level stuff. The stuff you know is not gonna make you feel some kind of way when you walk away from the conversation or have you thinking, okay, what is he or she really trying to do right now? Start with the stuff like, and I, this is the example I use, right? If Brent and I were on a basketball team, if we, if we formed a basketball team today, we'd lose. Tomorrow, our yeah. Our, our next, our next game, tomorrow's game. If we started today is not going to be against the New York Knicks who are horrible. And we would still lose. <laughs> we, we would still be hide alone at that point, though. <laughs> yeah, right. You know, so we got to start where we where we know we can start. And so that's what that's what I would admonish couples that are trying to do that for the first time. So kind of baby steps first, mm-hmm. pick some easy ones, and kind of work your way up to those really yeah. deep ones. Yep. yep. I know with yeah. us. Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Denise. No, I was just going to say also to the easy ones, the the baby step smaller ones will also help your help you to build trust with your spouse, and they won't be suspicious. Like, and ask the question, "What do you want?" When you you know bring it up, because it's a small thing, and they must they'll be like, "Oh, you know, it's it's just this." She probably or he do, probably doesn't really want anything. Maybe she's for real. So start with the small things. I agree mm-hmm. with that. Yeah. Yeah. And, I, and I'll say one more thing, because I know I know you want us <clears> to do some more. Um, don't be afraid to use extra words. This is something I had to tell a couple a uh, couple weeks ago. Don't be afraid to use extra words to frame what's going to happen. So how, what does that look like? <clears throat> Babe, I just want to talk to you about something. And I just want to say before almost like a disclaimer, I just want to say. I'm 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 not asking you whatever, you know, your spouse might be apprehensive about. Right. I'm not asking you for anything. I'm not trying to get anything out of you. I just want to I just want to pick your brain about this and just see what you think about what I'm processing right now and then go into whatever you're going to say, because then now the other person is like, oh, OK. All right. I, I can put this sword and shield down because <laughs> I'm not about to be in battle, <laughs> you know. And And so I tell couples sometimes don't be afraid to do that. Use as many words as you need to to set up what's about to happen before you actually dive into it. I think uh, I think the pre-conversation, like for us who are both naturally suspicious people anyway, yeah. uh, having that pre-conversation at least the first several times of let's put this on the calendar and on this day at this time every other week we're going to sit down and this this schedule and this is what we're doing. Yeah. Right. So that way we we put a place for it. So it's not a in, in process of the normal day, right? right? You actually prioritize having that conversation. And you both know that that's what it's about. At least until it gets more comfortable, maybe. And no one feels like you're springing it on them. Yeah. It would be helpful for right. us. Yeah. I yeah, would, I would good. dare say, even when it does get comfortable to still do that, huh? to, to still schedule it, you know, for, for us, it's typically, it's typically at the beginning of the year. So although I know Nisi said potentially, you know, doing it once a month, us being quite honest and transparent, it usually happens maybe once or twice a year. Yeah. For us at this point in life where we are right now. For a lot of reasons, you know, some of it is, you know, just before you 
look up the year's done yeah. and we just haven't done it. And then sometimes we're, which mm-hmm. goes, this is going to go into the third thing that I was going to say, but sometimes what we end up doing is setting the parameters at the beginning of the year for how everything's going to go. And then that way coming, coming down to the, like now, you know, the end of the year and going into the new year, like we are right now, we can kind of evaluate, like you said, and then set that parameter again for 2022. Mm-hmm. Which is an amazing way to start the year, guys. With this being the beginning of 2022, hey, both of you raise the white flag, sit down together as a couple, plan to do this, and set it start from the beginning, right? Oliver said they check in maybe twice a year. This is a good time to start, have this conversation, and get your year started off right. Now, guys, we are getting some amazing information. Uh, growing up listening to my dad do marital counseling, my entire life, um, I grew up getting to listen to a lot of great marriage counselors. And, you know, I remember being in elementary school, sitting through marriage enrichment seminars, because that's what dad was hosting at the time with somebody, right? But guys, we are having some amazing conversations about how you can start your relationship over for the year, whether you've been married for a minute or for 25 years, it doesn't matter. You can start this year and make a priority. Guys, if you're getting something out of this, if you like what we're doing here, you can jump over to Patreon and support us directly or buy me a coffee so we can have more conversations for you guys like this because I love bringing you guys stuff like this. But for now, we're going to roll to our sponsors and we'll be right back. Today's episode brought to you by TheFallibleMan.com. That's right. It's us. Head over to www.TheFallibleMan.com and check out our blog, updated twice a week with new content and links to all of our social media offerings. Tag or search us at The Fallible Man or at Fallible Man on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and other social medias for daily content. While you're there, check out our attitude swag, shirts, cups, stickers, and more. Again, that's www.thefallibleman.com. Welcome back to the show. We're here with Oliver and Denise Marcel of Denoli LLC and Relationship Trade Secrets podcast discussing starting your new year with a focus on renewing your marriage, making it a priority, an intentional priority this year. It doesn't matter if you've been married for five minutes or for 50 years, guys. We are sharing information that will help you start 2022 off right when it comes to your marriage. Maybe the flame's gone out. Maybe you guys have just gotten busy with kids and with jobs. Whatever it is, I want you to commit, if you're married, to making 2022 your year for you and your spouse to just make it the best year of your marriage ever. Oliver and Denise are sharing amazing secrets with us, so let's get right back into it. Oliver and Denise, number three. Where are we going? Number three. So let let me do this real quick. I'm going to do a a 10-second 2B. And then I'm going to three. Okay. So two B, and we can come back to it if we need to. Two B is to, if you have not already, create a mission statement after you have that check-in conversation. If you already have a mission statement for those couples who have done that already, that's a good way to start your evaluation conversation is by looking, pulling out the mission statement and evaluating the mission statement. Then that way there isn't, you know, stuff that's coming up. You know, we're focusing on what we put in the mission. So that's the two B. 
three. Hey, wait, wait, wait a second. That I thought it was three, but it was three. I thought it was three, but I think it. I think it belongs with two. Okay. Now, now wait for a second and explain mission statement because not everybody listening to this might know what a mission what statement is. is. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so if you think about, and I'll, I'll make it real simple. If you think about your job or, well, most I think most companies now have a mission statement. So if you work for a company, um, part of what was in the handbook was probably a mission statement or a charter of some kind, basically giving you an idea of what the company's focus is and uh, how you contribute to that focus. Same thing with your marriage. She and I get together. Hey, what are we? What is the focus for Oliver and Denise this year? What is the focus for Denali this year? What is the focus for our family? Like our kids are are grown now, but when we had young kids, what's the focus for you know school and what's the different things? And that would out of that would be birth a mission statement of sorts that was almost like a uh, a guideline for how we were going to operate. Um. Everything from choosing a word for the year. So like our year, our word last year was first, because we knew that in 2020, there were going to be several things that we would experience for the first time. And so how would we go about navigating all of these firsts that we were going to have in our life? And we crafted the mission statement around that. So that's kind of in a nutshell what we're talking about, creating some kind of. uh manifesto if you will as it relates to what you want to see happen in your marriage for that year and how can each of you contribute to the success of whatever that thing is you come up with yeah makes sense makes sense so that's that's what we mean when we say mission statement and that's so that's why i tacked it on to number two because they kind of go hand in hand for those who have never done it before i guess that could be your number three um and and don't overthink it, right? Don't overthink it. You don't have to go to a coach and do all of these different, like there are people who are like, oh, you need to hire a coach to help you with a mission. No, nah, you don't got to do that. If you want to, that's fine, but you don't have to. Yeah, what it's, are your goals? It, it's simply this. What are the goals for our marriage? Yeah. Let's say the goal is, you know, we want to have date night this year. And we want to have date night once a month. Okay, that's going to go into the mission statement. For 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 whatever your last name is, for the Marcells, we are uh, we are planning on growing our intimacy this year. And in order to do that, we're going to institute a date night once a month. It, it's simple. Don't overthink it, but create something that, you know, you can kind of point to as uh, as a goal. OK, it's a. That makes sense. So that's that's two point five mission. That's two, yeah, that's two. Yeah, we call it two point five two B. Right. Well, let me, in, let me throw in a break before three, then and say, what is the single most beneficial thing you guys have done the last year for your marriage that someone else could do mm. in the last year? Oh, I would say we. Um, increased our intimacy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we increased our intimacy, like you were saying in the beginning, because. Um, when COVID hit and I was already home, I, I work from home, I've worked from home for maybe the past six or seven years. Our son is homeschooled. So we have always been home. And Ollie was, when he was in the corporate space, was away during the day for eight, 10, 12 hours a day. And so to have him home around us 
all day, every day, interrupting how we get things done, it was like, whoa, you know, we got to figure this out. You're kind of in my space. I'm trying to have conference calls and you're sitting at my desk and you're banging stuff around. I'm just not used to having you so much in my space. And so we realized that that and plus just being around each other more, Mm -hmm. it was awkward. And it was weird that it was awkward because (laughs) we're married, but it was just like, you're not usually here and we got to figure out how to be. We had to figure out how to be again. Yeah. And so... And, and and you know what, Brent, you're a mind reader because <laughs> you literally just set up a, a, a softball pitch for number three. Oh, because good. I what, what, that, we, really. <laughs> <laughs> what we had to what we realized was that we weren't being intentional about building intimacy yeah. and maintaining it. And one of the ways that we noticed to, to answer your question, uh, along with what you said, what we did in the last year that others can do, we really honed in on one particular type of intimacy. And it's experiential. So there's all different types of intimacy. you got sexual intimacy, physical intimacy, spiritual, emotional, intellectual. you got all these different types of intimacies. We chose to focus in on experiential intimacy. And it's just what you think it is, creating an experience. And for us, we tell our couples the experience needs to, there's only two criteria. One is the experience has to put you in the same place, both of you in the same place, and both of you with a common goal. So the experience could be as simple as, listen, tonight is movie night. Nothing else is happening. She and I going to sit on the couch. We're going to be hugged up. And we're going to choose a movie and have have a great time for the next two hours watching this movie. And and what we noticed was as we began to create these experiences, all the other intimacies were positively affected. Physical intimacy. We're closer in proximity. Emotional intimacy. We're having better, better and more conversations. Sexual intimacy, intellectual intimacy. We're bouncing stuff, ideas off each other because now we're in that space where we're being intentional. And so that's number three. That literally was going to be number three. So you set it up perfectly is to create experiences that allow you to be in the same place and give you a common goal. And they don't, again, just like the mission statement, don't overthink it. Cooking a meal together, taking a walk together, something she and I do often. We'll just literally get in the car. Pick a direction like we're going to drive an hour north. And then we're going to come back the scenic route. And we're in it. We're listening to music. We're laughing, joking about stuff. And it's an experience. Mm -hmm. We're in the same place. And the goal is a common goal. We're driving an hour one way and coming back. So don't overthink it, but just make sure that you're intentional about being consistent in doing those things. You're going to get me in so much trouble, bro. (laughs) (laughs) I elbowed him a lot. Oh, wow. (laughs) I'm the one that likes to see what it, what there is to see in the area. And he just wants to get there, know where we're going, and come back. I'm I'm a homebody. I don't want to go anywhere I don't want to have to go. So I, I don't want to be in a car if I don't got to be there. Like I'm a motorcycle guy. I I hate being in an enclosed vehicle for any length Even of time. Even on a motorcycle, you have to have a destination, not just let's go that way and go to that road. Yeah, that's not enough that's, of a that's destination. That's more of an OCD thing, though. Like I, uh, I, 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 I understand. I understand. Because I, I choose home 
you give me a choice between home. You don't even got to say what the other thing is. I already chose. <laughs> it's, it's home. That's him. I, I have a slight OCD kick. Like I actually um, am so set on. I don't know if it's a control thing or if it's just years of being in the car because we always travel via car. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I need to know where I'm going. And I'm going to make the quickest, most efficient route there. <laughs> and if you want to have a stop in there, I've got to plan that stop in there. Otherwise, I it actually like physically causes me like tension. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I, I'm a direct. So there's if you're like, hey, we're going to go here. We're going to stop and have coffee there. Then we're going to go here. But I got to know what the route is, and I've got to plan it out. And yeah. whereas so, I just can't be lost. If I know where I'm at, I'm fine. She Which was she was made for motorcycles. She I always get know where I am. Hey, let's uh, have a route. So, so you got to. So now you got to figure out what's the best of both worlds mm-hmm. in in that scenario to to meet both needs, right? So, Kelly on the couch watching a movie. You, there, there you go. <laughs> I'm at home all day. I want to leave the house. Sarah took on homeschooling our children this year, so she is experiencing. Even she's before that, though, been at home raising the children, mm-hmm. uh, but. At least last year when the kids were in public school or before COVID, the kids were gone for a little bit. So she'd get out and run errands. She's taking them homeschooling. So she's home a lot this year. So. Mm-hmm. And so here's the challenge, right? If we'll do a, we do a quick three B. Here's a challenge. Okay. This, will, this is what we tell couples. So. Think outside the box. And venture outside your comfort zone. For these experiences. What that it does two things. One, it stretches you, obviously. But two, you'll be surprised. And I'm saying this for myself because there's some things that I did not want to do with her that I did. And afterward, I was like, oh, that was dope. I had a good time. <laughs> like, you know, so you 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 experience some things that you probably would have never chosen for yourself. And then you realize and I'm not saying this happens often because there's some things where you're like, nope, we're not doing that ever again. <laughs> like. So it's not always a win, but you do find some areas where you're like, man, that was okay. That wasn't, that, that wasn't too bad. Okay. Thank you for do, for suggesting that, you know, so, so think outside the box and, 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 and stretch yourself a little bit. Well, while we're, while we're here, so we, we were actually worked out a perfect date once um, that we've had at this point. It was getting coffee because we're both coffee nerds. We, we love our coffee, but getting coffee. And taking the long runs out to the range and doing long range shooting. That, that's a perfect day for us. Oh, nice. we, we, take the, we would take the kids to school on my day off and I'd get coffee ready and we'd lo- and load the car and we'd go out to the range and, you know, pop off targets with the 308. So that, nice. that was that was it. So what is y'all's perfect date? Ooh, do oh, do we have a perfect man, one? I, that's a great question. Uh, uh, what would well, be our favorite? Well, we know it's going to end in Target, whatever it is. <laughs> Let's just put that out there. <laughs> Someone told me the other day, Target is my love language. <laughs> um, oh, gosh. I. That's a great question, Brent. Just I give me food. Yeah, I don't, I don't know, know that. Yeah. Give me food. It's probably going to involve food. Um, It's going to involve being... Outside well, we of like, we like to look at model homes. Yeah, that's yeah. 
That's a good one. Those are fun. That's fun. Yeah, yeah we, we like to look at yeah. model homes. Yeah, that's a good one. That would be a great date for me anyway. Yeah. So food and walking through some million dollar house and ooing and on. Yeah. And then it's fun to see what they come up with. <laughs> right. Yeah, it is. I it love is. architecture it and houses and mm-hmm. seeing what the new trends are. It's like, wow, right. I never would have thought to put that in the house. They're exactly. doing that now. Wow. Right. Yeah. yeah. That's a good question. I would have I, I hadn't thought about that. So yeah, that's just a good question. Tours. We don't have a lot of home tours around here. I think pre-kids we'd go to like the manufacturer home dealers. Mm-hmm. Just walk through all the different models they had on their lot just, just to see the differences. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Yeah. And yep. they don't seem to mind because they keep hoping that we're dumb enough to actually finance something through them. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so. Or modular homes too. Yeah. There's some cool yeah. ones there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, that that's a good one. Um and we're us, we're simple folks. Simple. I gotta admit, we're sim- we're simple folks. Um, so it's always gonna involve, you know, something that may not seem significant to the other folks, but for us, it's just something that we've always done, right? Yeah. So the drive thing we've always done, the looking at at homes, model homes, we've you know we've always done that. That's always been a great, you know, pastime for us. Um, trying different restaurants and you know you know getting a bite to eat has always been good. Mm-hmm. Um, just making a run just for the heck of it. One, one, one day during COVID, we had had enough of being in the house. We're like, you know what? It's mm-hmm. lunchtime. I'm going to go get some sushi. Let's mm-hmm. just hop in the car, go grab some sushi. And we didn't even eat it there. We just brought it home. Mm-hmm. It was just a way to get out in the sunshine, soak up some sun for a little bit. Tired of sitting at this desk. Tired yeah. of, she's tired of sitting upstairs. Let's just get out. So. Yeah. Whatever it is, doesn't matter what it is. For those of you who are listening, just create the experience and be intentional about being consistent. All right. Let's move on to number four. Number four. You got number four? Well, I think we kind of hit on it mm-hmm. um, through everything that you were saying. But I would say, and this is only for people, I guess, who don't already do this. And I know that sometimes we fall off of this, but be intentional about date nights. Okay. So, okay. So that's kind of piggybacks off the last one. Yeah. That's what I was saying. I would say be intentional about date nights because it's really easy to lose yourself or lose your relationship into life because of life. Stuff happens and before Mm -hmm. you know it, weeks have gone by and you haven't necessarily connected with your spouse and not talked about finances and not talked about what the kids need or what, where the kids got to go tomorrow and not talked about career or not even talked about your business just to connect. So Mm -hmm. I think be intentional about date nights and date nights do not have to cost anything. They don't have to cost anything. You don't have to go anywhere. You don't have to pay for anything. A date night could be Watching a movie together or eating, making dinner for the whole family, but then you eating dinner in the room. Get some candles and set it up in the room and eat dinner in there. Make it real special. You got to cook for the kids anyway or whatever the kids are going to eat anyway. If you have to eat that as well, just make it a little bit more special for the two of you and just find that alone time for a few hours. Make, be intentional about that if you do it weekly. Some people do it monthly. Mm-hmm. However it is, but just schedule it so that it's intentionally set, I would say. 
It makes a difference. It really does. I like that one. I, I like that <clears> one. That that definitely piggybacks off of the uh, off of the last one um, to create an experience. And that right. experience, <clears> in order for you to stay consistent, a good way to stay consistent is to institute a date night. Yeah. Um, at, to do that, and you said something about conversation, and that it should not include. It shouldn't be shop talk, basically. Yeah. Shouldn't be work. Shouldn't be about the kids. Shouldn't yeah. be about. It's hard to do. I got to admit, because when we go on dates, I'm pretty sure that we'll inevitably yeah. start talking about talking Denali, about at right. least Denali, if right. not the kids. You're right. And, and but the reason why I touched on conversation and this, you know, guys may go into the next one. But the reason why I touched on conversation is because. What we've noticed is that a lot of couples don't actually have conversations yeah there's five levels of conversation and most couples we see are stuck in number one which is hallway talk yeah so if you think about if like when i was in the corporate space here's an example of hallway talk i get to work and i'm headed to my my desk and uh, i stopped off to get some coffee and there's a guy at the they're getting coffee. He's like, hey, bro, you saw the game last night? Yeah, man, that was crazy. Hit that shot at the last minute? Yeah, man, that's wild, man. What you doing for lunch? Uh, I don't know yet, man. Oh, I was going to check out this new burger spot. Okay, you want to go? Sure. All right, see you later. Many of us get stuck there. Yeah. And it's not it's not our fault. We got kids. Mm -hmm. We got jobs. Nor is it bad. Right. We got a lot going on. So there isn't a whole lot of time to go through the levels. Uh, reporter talk. and emotional talk and all the different levels that get you to the place where you're really being vulnerable and having a conversation. But I think that it's important mm -hmm. in 2022 that we are intentional about having conversations. Mm -hmm. I need to be able to sit down, hear her heart, actively listen to her, have a conversation with her, um, allow her to feel acknowledged and heard and needed and accepted and valuable. So I would say that would be the next one. I know that's, uh, as we told you earlier, we just started implementing date night probably in the last six months for the first time. And, but Abby's almost 10. So, you know, I'm almost 10 years. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. yeah. But, you know, like you said, you get so busy with everything else, right? You guys shift into talking about Denali. Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. I, this is, I, I live, breathe the fallible yeah. man. Yeah. And so we, when we first started, we was like, okay, we're not going to talk about the kids. Yeah. Right. We're going to take a break from the kids. And, and that didn't, I don't think make the whole night uh, the first time or two. And then, but it, it became a, Hey, well, this is the time we can talk about the business. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Right. And so it's, it's been that a lot of time. Even the yeah. kids end up coming into it or we start talking about the business or we start talking right. about the next podcast or, you know, what's coming up, you know, things like that with the business are in our schedule even. Hey, let's go visit this person or this person's coming up to visit or something like that, right? Mm -hmm. We we don't get into the deep us conversations the way we should. Yeah. And, and it's just... You know, you know, when you're working full time and running a business and you have children and you've got a marriage and right, you get all those things we all get buried under. Yep. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> yep. That's it's, true. It stops being a conversation about us. Right. 
It gets to be like, what do we talk about anymore? It's, it's true. It's we, so we get true. it. Trust me. I don't know. Yeah. What do you want to talk about? Well, well this, this becomes all of this, mm-hmm. right? Right, becomes us. Yeah, it does. Yeah, we so know. We get it. We know because it, ha- it happens to us too. Yeah, it happens to us as well. You know, or for us lately, to be fully transparent, for us lately, it's been the our grandson. Yeah. Because he's he's new. This is a new phase of our lives, right? First grandchild. So we'll we'll be at dinner and be. (laughs) You're gonna laugh when you say this. We'll be at dinner talking about, hey, you know what? We should go get this thing for for Kobe at Target. Yeah. (laughs) Or we're showing each other pictures (laughs) of him. Look at this picture I took of Kobe earlier today. Like you know. So yeah, we get it. We get it. And so and and it. Listen, it's we can't beat ourselves up if that happens. No. Right. I, we tell couples all the time, progress is progress. The fact that date night has started back up again exactly. is phenomenal. Yeah, We'll figure all the rest out, you know, a, a, as, as we can. Yeah. Right. So, so I think that that's, that's, that's one. And the conversation piece, having the conversation is, um, is definitely important and moving through those phases of conversation, not just staying at hallway talk. Cause here's, here's where we got stuck and why conversation is so big for us. We'd be like, okay, you know, um, what is Justin doing anything after school today? Uh, yeah, he's got to do this. Okay, you gonna pick him up? Yeah, I'll pick him up. What you want for dinner? Okay, we have dinner, and that's the that's the bulk of our conversation mm-hmm. for the entire day. Yeah, and we'll go weeks and months with just that level of conversation, mm-hmm. and then realizing, okay, we haven't learned anything about each other. Like I, you know, <laughs> we're six months in the same place, you know, yeah. and. And so we try to help couples move through those levels of conversation. You know, reporter talk, you know, reporter talk is just the facts. So did you have a good day today? Yeah. What'd you talk about? Uh, we had these three meetings and we talked about how we we're going to move the company forward. Oh, okay, that's cool. How was your day? Oh, my day was good. You know, just the facts. Yeah. Right. Then the next one is your feelings about the facts. Right. And it, it starts to build. Yeah. The levels start to build until you're actually having a conversation where I'm listening to her heart and I'm listening to what's actually going on with her. And I'm actively listening and acknowledging. And obviously we're busy, so I'm not saying that's going to happen like every hour of the day. Right. But we should be intentional about carving out some time to do that. And what we had to do to give an example, because life was crazy. Mm. And so at one point we're like, you know what? Hold on. This can't work. We're going to carve out, I think, what did it start at? 10 minutes? 10 or 15, I think. And we're like, okay, we're, we're going to carve out this time. We can, It's uninterrupted. If that's the only time we're going to get during the day, that's when we're going to sit down and just, even if we look at each other till we start talking, yeah. nothing can happen. Nothing else can happen in that 15 minutes. And that helped us to, at least to jumpstart something to be able to build. Mm-hmm. So. That conversation piece is, is one for us. I like that. Now, guys, if you're getting something out of this, be sure and hit that like button, the subscribe button. Do all the good social media nonsense that I hate covering on the show <laughs> because nobody actually wants to hear it. And you all know it anyway. But, you know, let us know that you're enjoying this. And who knows? This may end up in a two-parter eventually. We never know. But, guys, let us know what you think. Comment. We reply to all the comments, whether you're on the podcast or whether you're on YouTube, whatever platform you're on. I love interacting with you guys in the comments. That's why I have a live show on Mondays as well. Be sure and let us know what you're thinking. 
share your thoughts on this with us. Uh, we will pass them along to Oliver and Denise as well. So they, they get to answer them and see them. And be sure and go over to their site and check that out as well and get to know them. These guys care about your marriage. I can honestly say they you care about your marriage. There are only a few people in this world who care about your marriage. These people do. Mm-hmm. So let's dig into number, are we on number four? Are we on? I think we're technically number five. So this, this is the last one, right? Okay. I don't know. Is this the last one? I think it's the last one. So, so, so recap, uh, number one was, uh, go back, pull, pull the things that, you know, were important to you, the things that were happening around the time that you were just madly head over heels in love, begin to reincorporate those things throughout the year into your space. Um, do a check-in. And, and the part B of that, you know, evaluating where you are, where you want to be, uh, creating a mission statement. That was two. And then three is uh, the date night and the experiential intimacy piece and creating experiences that allow you to be in the same place and with a common goal. Four is having conversation and being able to move through the levels of conversation that allow you to really learn and grow with your spouse. And then I would say the last one is, and there's many others, but we'll keep it. We'll make this the last one. Um, invest in your marriage. Mm, that's a good one. What do we mean by invest in your marriage? <clears throat> if you think about your career, right? Many of us that were, I was in the corporate space. My wife is in the corporate space. You have continuing education credits. You have in-services in if you're in education. You have all of these different things that help you to further your career, help to give you some tools, help to refresh the tools you already have so that you can be better, so that you can grow, so that you it, it opens the door for more opportunity in your career. Often we get married, we go down the aisle, we say, I do, and that is it. We don't do anything else. We don't do any seminars. We don't read any books. We don't look at people like Brent and, and Sarah's show. We don't do any of these things. Right. And so I encourage you to be intentional about investing in your marriage. And I would I would dare say do do something once a month. January, we're going to go to a a, we're going to go to a a conference. February, we're going to read this book. Uh, March, we're going to, you know, look at this YouTube channel, you know, once a week. Do things that are intentionally designed for you to grow your relationship. Mm-hmm. I would say that that, that is a key, uh, a key one right there. Yeah. Now I love the word intentionality because I think we, I think we get lost sometimes mm-hmm. in thinking cause we're going through the motions. We're actually like engaged and intentional and, and achieving something in our marriage, mm-hmm. right? But too often we we stick that in neutral or go into autopilot and just be like, I can coast for a while and just do this because it's muscle memory, right? I know what I'm doing. I, I'm going through these motions and frequently we're doing things we've always done, but your heart's not necessarily in it. Your intention's not behind it. So I'm, I'm really digging the word intentional. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you got to be. And it's interesting you would say that because I was just talking to a group of guys not too long ago. And one of the guys was saying the same thing. He was like, man, I felt like I was knocking it out the park because I was still there. Wow. Like I 
I didn't go anywhere. I'm I'm here. I'm I'm engaged to some point. I'm providing. I'm protecting. It's like I I thought I was killing it. Nope. Finding out there's so many gaps. There's things missing. Intimacy is not where it should be, and the conversation is not where it should be. We hadn't in, done anything about investing in our relationship to grow it. We did exactly what you just described, Brent. We're just kind of going through the motions, and because I'm still standing beside you i'm like okay we're good so old joke what was that uh we used to hear all the time growing up like i told you i loved you once woman if i changed my mind i'll let you know <laughs> right <laughs> right exactly exactly, exactly. Right. It's, yeah. I, I don't you know it's a it, it's a joke but i think too many men like heard that and and took that to heart sometimes yep. Yep. yeah 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 because yeah, that's 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 part of and I won't say for everybody, but for, for a lot of us guys, that's part of what we saw. So those of us who are older, I'm a little bit older, right? I'm 50. So those in my generation, our parents and grandparents, we saw some very clearly defined roles, right? Mm -hmm. The moms and grandmoms did certain things. The dads and granddads did certain things and they, they worked hard. They weren't around that much. My, I, I can tell you right now, my dad at one point in my life was working three jobs. So he would come home, sleep for like two hours, and he'd be gone. So obviously, no one could bother him while he was sleeping. So there's no interaction there. Then he's gone again. And then you have maybe about a seven-hour span of time before he was gone again. So he had to sleep for at least five of those hours. right? So there's very little bit of time. But that was, in those days, that was a successful husband. Oh, yeah, because he, he was, was providing. Right. He was putting food on the table. He was taking care of the kids when we needed shoes. We got shoes. So that was a successful husband. Now, guys, I'm oh, sorry. Go ahead. Well, I was just going to say, but, you know, we're realizing now that there's more to it. than that. So well, that, that's what I was going to say is, guys, I want you to take note was a successful husband. Right. OK, yeah. and it, it may have been easier in our parents age. I don't know. We, we could debate that. There are different issues, different concerns, mm -hmm. but just showing up is not being a husband. Mm -hmm. uh, the worlds have changed. The time has changed, right? Yeah. We have different expectations. We know um, that we have a higher capacity than that to be realistic. Yeah, uh, I had a great conversation with a gentleman from Australia and he has a ministry doing marriage like you guys do. And that's one of the things he focuses on with his men is increasing capacity, increasing work capacity, because it's not enough to go to work and make a paycheck. Right. It's not enough to just be in the home. You have to be emotionally there. You have to be mentally there. You have to be spiritually there. Mm -hmm. You have to be engaged with your spouse. You have to be engaged with your children. So some people would argue that it's harder at this point than the previous generations to be a good husband. I would say that they just didn't know any better. I don't know that it was harder, which is different. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. But guys, it's not enough. Yeah. Now, let me, let me ask, what is next for Oliver and Denise and Denali LLC? What is next for us? Um, well, a couple of things. One, we really want to get more heavily involved in community work. So you may not see that if you follow us on social media, you may not see a lot of that. But for those of us, 
the, who are in maybe the Baltimore metropolitan area, because that's where we are. Hopefully you'll see more of us yeah. um, in the community in 2022. That's a big one. We're also launching a YouTube show. So for those of you who are not in the Baltimore metropolitan area, you'll be able to um, catch that show. There's a, the YouTube channel already exists and there's a whole lot of other tips <laughs> that you can get, you know, to help you throughout your year on that. But we definitely want to focus in on that a little bit more this year. Of course, the coaching will still uh, will still happen. That's a big part of of what we do. But I'd say if I had to pick out two things and you could you could piggyback on that if you have others. But the two things we've been thinking about is really getting into the community and doing some work with men, doing some work with couples. Um, and then growing our YouTube channel. Mm -hmm. And then also we are finishing up our 52 week devotional. Yes. As well. Yes. And that should be out. That'll be out Valentine's Day. Valentine's Day. Day. Nice. Yes. Sign me up on the pre-order. Absolutely. That's awesome. Appreciate you. We'll do. <laughs> now let's see if I got the right screen here. Oh, I did. Nope. I had it. <laughs> I messed up at a screen. Good, uh, to stream. There it is. Yay. Now, if you're listening on air, guys, what you're not seeing right now that I have on our screen that you can check on the YouTube channel if you want is Denali.org. And it sounds it's really spelled just how it sounds, guys. D-N-O-L-I dot O-R-G. Hmm. Now, is this the best place for people to find you? I, I said earlier you have you're killing your social media game. I, I love you guys on Instagram. I feel lazy compared to you guys. On <laughs> And your YouTube channel, I, I go over and watch some of your videos and try and catch some of your lives and stuff. Uh, and you have some great tip videos. I enjoy those. They're good. Thanks. They're short, little, very digestible chip tips on YouTube. They're just amazing. And it's a quick fix where you guys can just check in and spend five to seven minutes on your marriage very easily and just go, wow, okay. You know, investing an extra five or seven minutes in your, into your marriage every day would be huge or a couple times a week. Mm -hmm. So I think you've got some great stuff going on there. This is your website. Is everything tied back to here? Everything, yeah. everything is tied back to the website. And, and I got a little joke for those that are watching on YouTube right now. It's literally changing as we speak. As we speak. So yeah. after you watch this video, if you refresh Denali.org, <laughs> it's going to look different. Right. <laughs> yeah. That's a funny little joke and and uh but it but yes to answer your question this is this is the central hub mm -hmm. from here you can get to the blog you can get to the podcast you can get to youtube um you can get to anything uh that we will be doing you can get to the store uh merch all of that you can get from that central location let me ask I'll remove this for a second uh on your website you have an interesting giveaway. Mm -hmm. I will pull this up for all of you listening. It's denali.activehosted.com forward slash F forward slash three. And guys, all these links will be in the show notes. So don't worry about it. If uh, you can't remember that because, Hey, I'm going to have it for you in the show notes. Ah, can't. Hit the right buttons today. That's what happens. Sarah usually hits the buttons. I'm, I'm going over my head right now. <laughs> <laughs> this is Sarah's part of the show. I, I don't know how to do this. 
This is what you get for pulling me out in front of the camera. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there we go. And if you're watching on YouTube, this is what it's going to look like when you get there. And you can put in your name and email and tell me about five habits of a happily married couple. So in in that um, in that piece that you'll get from putting in your email, you're actually going to get a little bit of what you heard. I don't want to give away too much of what's in there, but you will get a little bit of what you heard. And in addition, we will add um, a couple other things that you didn't hear. But it's basically, in a nutshell, what we did today. Right. It's uh, five areas that you can concentrate on and it, it doesn't take a whole lot of overthought. Five areas that you can concentrate on that you can implement right away after you read that to begin seeing some changes in your relationship. So, guys, it's the in-depth, more in-depth version of this conversation, right? Yeah. Because we have to keep it within reason. It, it's a podcast. But this is if you want more on what they were talking about today. If you heard something that you love, something that really registered with you, okay, that just resounded in your mind, go give them your email. I promise you they aren't going to spam the world out of you. They're not going to give away your email or sell it or anything stupid like that. No. But get this free offering, guys. Take this free opportunity to dig in. Look, I, I used to be a minister. I have lots of books on marriage, and they aren't cheap. Usually investing in your marriage, there's always a price. But like they said, hey, invest in your marriage, right? It's the beginning of January. Grab this free book from them. Okay, it's ebook, PDF, yeah? Yep, PDF. Yes, PDF. Mm -hmm. Grab this free PDF, okay? And this is step one of investing in your marriage. And it's not even yep. going to cost you anything. Yep. But this is a great way to start January 2022 and to start your marriage on a solid foundation this year and move in a positive direction. Guys, marriage has been in trouble for a long time. The, the rates are staggering. They're horrifying. Mm -hmm. And we want your marriage to be solid. We want 2022 to be the year we reverse that and start moving towards marriage being a foundational element again mm -hmm. and strengthening marriages. And you can make this the best year of your life Guys, we're going to have all of Oliver and Denise's links down in the show notes. I want you to go spend time with them, invest in your marriage with them. You can, uh, if you're watching the videos, you can check out the cool t-shirts they're wearing. I own at least one of those already. I've got another one on the way. So guys, I only, I only wear my own brand anymore, but I believe in what they're doing enough. I bought three t-shirts from them at this point. Awesome. So thank you. Blessings on you. Bro. I love what they're doing. I can tell you guys as a, Honestly, growing up a preacher's kid, I grew up my whole life going to marriage enrichment kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. um, Sarah and I have been on some amazing marriage retreats over the years. Denise and Oliver are offering you guys solid gold on their podcast, on YouTube. They are fighting for your marriage and giving you the tools to do that to make it the best possible marriage. So guys, take advantage of it. Don't miss this opportunity. Invest in your marriage. And it's not even costing you to do so, whether you get their download, whether you check out their YouTube, whether you listen to their podcast. Guys, I can't thank you enough for starting out the year with us and for being on the podcast today. Thank you so much for being here and taking the time with us. It's our pleasure. Thank, thank you. you. Appreciate the opportunity <clears throat> it was an honor to, yeah, be to here. hang out with you. Absolutely. Yeah. Hang out with you both. Guys, as always, be better tomorrow because of what you do today. And we'll see you on the next one. 
This has been the Fallible Man Podcast, your home for everything man, husband, and father. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss a show. Head over to www.thefallibleman.com for more content and get your own Fallible Man gear.